Everyone knows how to play poker. 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 But do you know how to play poker well? Well, get ready to talk poker strategy with the people who run the games. Hear interviews with the stars. Get information on when to play, where to play, and how to play better poker. 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 This is Poker Action Live, a weekly poker show with your hosts Big Dave Lemon and Joe Rodriguez. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Poker Action Line, and this will be kind of an abbreviated version here as we end the year 2020 uh, due to a variety of reasons, actually. Uh, Of course, obviously, the COVID pandemic has uh, affected us greatly. Um, The studio time was limited this week. It just did not fit into our schedule very well. And, uh, of course, uh, holiday season changes things for everybody, so... uh, uh, we are just doing a short show, about 10 or 15 minutes, to update you on the latest big news in the world of poker as we head into the new year. We'll look forward to a lot of big shows coming up, but we did want to send something out to you to uh, wish you, first of all, uh, a very happy holiday season. Uh, whether you celebrated Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever, uh, we hope you had a great time, got lots of great gifts, and uh, enjoyed limited time with the family, obviously, uh, can't have these huge parties anymore, but uh, if you had your immediate family, uh, that's certainly good enough for a lot of people, and I hope it was for you as well. Uh, I know a lot of people traveled, and uh, it's not something I would do at this point, but uh, if you did, uh, hopefully you'll be safe over the next few weeks and you took good care, uh, social distancing and wore your mask, and, and everything will be fine. Uh, obviously, uh, the year ends with the World Series of Poker this year, and I want to get into that in just a minute. Also, we'll give you a quick update on Polk versus DeGranu, and of course, a big tournament down here in South Florida coming up. Actually, two big tournaments, the, uh, uh, the Seminole Hard Rock having their fun in the sun. That is going on as we do this show now, and then right after the first, in fact, on the first, starts the new tournament up at the Palm Beach Kennel Club, the Card Player Tour event and uh, several days there, so we'll give you some information on that one as well. Let's start out, though, with the World Series of Poker. Uh, Huge news. First of all, the huge news going into it was that one of the players, uh, in fact, my favorite for the event, Upeshka da Silva, although he was in eighth place, was uh, disqualified from the event because he tested positive for COVID. Tough break for him, and obviously he's from Brazil. I'm not sure exactly where he lives. I think he may live in Texas now, but I could be wrong. But uh, they told him to go ahead and travel to Vegas, and they would test him uh, simply because he had quarantined since December 10th and uh, then took a few of the tests. Uh, He tested positive on December 20th, but he tested negative on the 26th. So they said, go ahead and travel. If you test negative, you can play. If not, you'll be disqualified and collect your $98,000 for ninth place. Well, that's exactly what happened. He got there. uh, They gave everybody the test before the tournament since it was a live table for the final table. And uh, he tested positive and was just disqualified from the event. Uh, Not a bad payday, but obviously the bottom of the rack when it comes to uh, what you could have made, uh, $1.5 million for first place. But he got his $98,813, and uh, the ninth place uh, stack we actually moved up one spot, and they played on. So the tournament got underway. Uh, the winner was the chip leader heading into the final table, and uh, not a huge surprise, I guess. A uh, 38-year-old uh, player from Louisiana named Joseph Hebert, 
Uh, he was the big chip leader going in, so it's not a huge surprise. He wins the trophy and the heads-up shot at the bracelet, which is still to come, and an, another million dollars to add on top of the money he won. Uh, it was very important for him to uh, win this uh, tournament because he had dedicated it to his mother, Linda, who died this past summer from uh, pulmonary embolism, and uh, she had been a huge supporter of his game all the way, and he said he just wanted to try to win it for her. So uh, he ends up winning. He only had $667,000 in lifetime earnings going into this tournament, but uh, that's what happens sometimes, especially in the online events where uh, you know people uh, are able to use that to their advantage. And then when he got out there at a live table, he didn't squander the lead and uh, didn't really come out firing, they said. He kind of took it easy. There was an adjustment period. And he said he really had to adjust to uh, live poker after playing months and months online. And he said, you know, you got to get used to the chips and the lights and, and the other players being right there. But he said it was an experience he'll uh, never forget. And uh, they finished it up uh, on December 28th, as uh, we mentioned earlier this week. And the winner was slated to go against the European champion, Damien Salas, on the 30th. But uh, Salas has had some problems getting into the U.S. because of travel restrictions, and they had to move it back. I guess he's been cleared now. January 3rd is the date of the head-to-head -head play, and they will finish up this tournament this year. Uh, with that, $1 million to the winner of that head-to-head -head action. So uh, certainly looking forward to that. Uh, some of the other players, uh, we will uh, take a look at some of the finishers there. Uh, I don't have the list. Oh, no, I do have the list here. Hebert wins $1.5 million. Ron Jenkins was the runner-up. He won over a $1 million, just a $1.002 million. Michael Cannon was third. Ryan Haggerty finishing fourth. Uh, Tony Yuan finished in fifth. Harrison Dobin, who was the short stack going in, ended up collecting $215,000 for a sixth-place finish. Sean Stroke and Gershon Distenfeld were the finishers in the top eight. Uh, and obviously, Upeshka De Silva finishes ninth due to his uh, positive COVID test. So Damien Salas, uh, we talked about it last week, won the European side. And they will be going at it on January 3rd to finish things up for the World Series of Poker. Uh, interesting, uh, certainly can't compare it with any of the live stuff we've been following over the last 10 years in this program. But, uh, you know, you do what you got to do when uh, figures are tough So, uh, and situations are tough. So uh, that's the way it's going to go, and uh, we will uh, check it out. So um, the uh, matchup, uh, Salas is a former November Niner, and he, uh, I don't know, I guess he has to be considered maybe the slight favorite as they go head-to-head -head because they'll be even at chips. But uh, certainly a lot of great stories. And if you could check out Poker News or one of the other uh, places, you can find out. Uh, Harrison Dobin, a, just a recreational player, uh, felt there was no pressure on him as he went in short-stacked. Uh, Ryan Haggerty was an Uber driver. So uh, a lot of people have really turned their lives around with this tournament. And we congratulate everybody for that. Uh, one of the other things I did want to mention on this short show is an update on the Daniel Negreanu Doug Polk grudge match, which has reached its halfway point. Two thousand, I'm sorry, twelve thousand five hundred hands. Uh, going into this week, uh, this past week, I guess, or last uh, two weeks, 
Uh, Polk had nearly a million-dollar lead, $957,000 through 9,950 hands. That was heading into the action uh, earlier this month. But Negranu had a big marathon session where he won 143000 to cut the lead uh, down a little bit. Then it kind of went back and forth a couple days. So they are now at the halfway point. Uh, Negrano says he has no intention of getting out, uh, certainly at the halfway point. That was the rule they made up that the player that was trailing could get out of the action. But uh, he has said that oh, it's like a football game. It's not 49 to nothing. It's probably about 19 to nothing. He goes, all I need is, need is to play well and get three touchdowns in the second half, and I can get right back in it. So uh, there was lots of hands that people talked about. Uh, there was a huge bluff uh, by Polk at one point. Kind of funny, uh, Polk uh, had eight deuce of diamonds, and the board read ace of diamonds, nine of clubs, jack of diamonds, seven of clubs, and four of hearts. So uh, anyway, they, there was no uh, flush on the board. Uh, Daniel on that board had 810 in his hand so he had already turned straight and had the best hand and bluff with bluffing with ace two of diamonds was polk uh kind of a crazy bluff there and lost about 60 grand on that bluff and uh he took a lot of ribbing from some players watching the match uh, sean deeb for example uh said you were just uh, trying to punt away some money today to make sure that daniel had a winning session and didn't quit at the halfway point so uh everybody kind of having a lot of fun with it probably not negranu so much but uh, they will continue to play after the new year still about halfway to go and it looks like it's going to continue uh no one seems to want to uh end it they're having a good time i think and we'll see what happens but that uh, keeps you up to date on that that was through uh december 28th so uh, right at the end of the year, the lead now is 770000 for uh, Doug Polk as they move into the second half of the head-to-head play. Some legal news. Uh, we'll quickly let you know that uh, there was a lot of action. Michigan and Rhode Island uh, re- reopening their casino markets. There was some other online uh, decisions. So we're going to have uh, Colorado online and Nebraska, it looks like, uh, for casino play and for poker, I do believe. So kind of interesting because in Nebraska, uh, famous football coach Tom Osborne was a big opponent and tried very hard, but uh, they did pass it and uh, things will change uh, and add a few states, hopefully, in 2021. A lot of things we're hoping for in 2021. Just a quick show to let you know what's going on. Uh, We do want to wish everybody a happy new year. Hope that things turn around in 2021. We can all get back to the tables. Uh, I'm sure 2020 is a year that most people would like to forget, and uh, certainly uh, I'll give that a vote as well. Anyway, uh, we'll be back with other shows after the new year. We hope you'll tune in to Poker Action Line. Of course, you can always pick up the show anywhere you get your podcasts, including SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes. Uh, We have uh, a regular spot on the Hold'em Radio Network. Also, uh, the Poker Fuse podcast page has carried us uh, for a long time. They've been very kind. And uh, SoundCloud may be the best uh, place to get the show on a regular basis. And we hope you'll do that after the new year. We'll get some of our uh, good guests back. Looking forward to having some of them back as well. And some new people that you've never heard from. So we will do all of that in 2021. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Big Dave Lemon. Uh, All best wishes to my partner, Joe Rodriguez. And, of course, our producer, Joe Costello, who have done a tremendous job over the past year 
putting the shows together and uh, helping us get on the air and out to you on uh, podcast networks. We do hope that uh, they have a happy new year and they are wishing you, they told me, uh, to all our listeners to have a great new year. Big Dave Lemon saying so long until next time on Poker Action Live. The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of the station, its owners, advertisers, or agencies.